Yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? We are back with episode two of Naked Notions. I'm your host, Shayla, um, and I have a really cool topic for you guys today. But before we get there, I wouldn't be black if I ain't address what happened at the Capitol building over the weekend. I think it was Friday, I believe. I don't know. I was at work. But we had these thugs storm the Capitol building. Let me start with saying they say that the Capitol building is the most secured building in the world, not in America, but in the world. And these these protesters and yes, I'm saying that with quotes around it, protesters um, broke down barricades and barriers and boundaries and stormed the Capitol building, stormed the Capitol building, destroyed it, um, literally calling for justice of Trump's um loss his presidential loss I don't know what they thought they were gonna get out of that um but uh I guess a woman died as she was trying to climb through a window officer shot her in the neck she succumbed to her injuries another officer died um apparently I read he was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher and then later died uh that's really tragic and disgusting that someone did that and then there were four other people that died or something like that three I think but um yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I am appalled the same way everybody else is, because in the summer when we went when black people made history peacefully marching the streets of America to call for um, to call for police to held to be held accountable in in murders of black lives. Oh, all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. All hell broke loose, y'all. It was like, it was like we were animals and thugs and all this when we peacefully protested to save the lives of black Americans, not just black people, but brown people, white people, uh, everyone, everyone. We made history. And this makes history what they did at the Capitol building for all the wrong reasons. Yet. We were condemned for for how we went about that because people looted and rioted or, or whatever they called it later on in the day. Okay, understandable, but y'all heard us. Y'all heard us. And the way I see it is we weren't um, looting, rioting for no damn loss of a president. Little crybabies. Motherfuckers was going hard for black lives to stop being murdered senselessly. That's all. That's all, that's all we're asking for. Y'all act like we sitting out asking for a check or like, you know, motherfuckers is literally taking time out of their day, getting dressed after work, making posters to go out there and march for the lives of black people. And y'all got the audacity not to pop a single rubber bullet or, or shit, a real gun or or gas spray these motherfuckers like come on the fact that they even let them get that far bullshit and not only that I I read something about how police say they were never prepared for something like this and didn't know how to go bullshit y'all knew how to get all them black people off the street before six o'clock though yeah all right it's cool though it's all right because (laughs) they did the damage to themselves they did the damage to themselves y'all like everything they have, they deserve the consequences that come with what they did. They deserve it. That was a disappointment to America. 
Not only that, I read something about how they were taking shits in the Capitol building and smearing it everywhere. And come on, (laughs) y'all. Come on, y'all. It's never that deep. Take your L and go. Biden's your president. Just like y'all told us, if you don't like it, leave. If you don't like it, leave. How about that? So, you know. And I'm not saying Biden's going to get in office and everything's going to be like, you know, great. But I'm going to take anything, anything before Trump at this point, because to incite violence over a presidential loss is the sorest lose I've ever seen in my life. Like, that's the worst loss I've ever seen. Pathetic, pathetic. But I'm not going to spend too much time on that because I could go on forever. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about this um, twin flame versus soulmate thing. So y'all going to like this because whatever phase you're in in life, you may have met someone that you feel was the one. And then you meet someone else that you feel like is the one. And then you meet somebody else that you feel like is the one. <laughs> So we never know who the one is until we really find our soulmate. And those people before our soulmate, one of them might have been your twin flame. Let's see. Um, So first, I'm going to explain to you guys what a twin flame is. Uh, A twin flame is basically two halves to one soul. It's like looking in the mirror at a person that is literally just like you. Or if not, they get you better than anybody else. So a soulmate, on the other hand, is two souls that become one. Despite their differences, insecurities, and sometimes even values, um, they accept you for your uniqueness and they love you even more because of it. So um, which would you rather have? That's the million dollar question. You want a a twin flame or or a soulmate? All right, let's see. So I'm going to kind of compare them. How you know you have a twin flame and a soulmate and see how y'all feel about this. I'm going to start with You may feel an instant recognition with both a twin flame and a soulmate, but a twin flame may share like a lot of the same characteristics, opinions, experiences, things like that, and even trauma with you. Um, So that makes you feel kind of like at home with someone who gets it. You guys are both shadows, but you bring light to each other's shadows. So you may be in a dark place where they light you up. You light them up, feel me? So uh, a soulmate though... Um, they may be your polar opposite. Now they may be like you. I don't know what your soul may like, but they may be your polar opposite. But because of their love, it's like you're safe to be yourself with them. They're your safe place. Next thing, a twin flame forces you to address your deepest insecurities. Um, and they kind of force you to heal and grow through them because you're aware of them at this point. Um, you're aware of your weaknesses and things like that. And I kind of feel like a twin flame is a relationship you have when your soul is like ready for a spiritual transformation. So, you know, like you are spiritually ready to face your demons. Um, Whereas a soulmate, you have found yourself and you want this other person's soul to join your life journey so you guys can like kind of write the perfect story together. So... Um, next, a twin flame is magnetic. <laughs> You're intensely drawn to them physically, mentally, emotionally, everything. You want to always be close to them and you feel incomplete when you're not with them and you really struggle. You struggle without them like you struggle. Um, so 
the thing about it is now you may feel this about your soulmate don't get me wrong you may feel this about your soulmate um but you feel things deeper with your twin flame that's why you are attached to them you feel everything deeper with them so it's so intense that you're attracted to their energy you need their energy to go on like with a twin flame the sex is intense the conversations are intense the arguments are intense so intense to the point where it's a sense of needing that that energy now a soulmate on the other hand they make you feel secure when they're not with you now it's really a matter of independence versus codependence because with a soulmate you can empower each other without being codependent on each other it's like okay you can trust them enough to allow them to be happy doing things that they enjoy because you're securing yourself you're secure in who you are so you don't need anybody to validate your self-worth I don't want nobody to be validating my self-worth. So <laughs> another thing, um, a relationship with a twin flame can be toxic. Okay. We all had that toxic relationship. It can be toxic because it's so intense. Whereas a soulmate, they provide you more stability, love, understanding. That's why it's safe with them. Um, it's safe. Like despite arguments, despite anything like that, you are safe with your soulmate. Your twin flame is like literally your mirror. So it's like constantly being challenged by yourself. And you may be being challenged by the worst parts of yourself. But with your soulmate, they won't challenge the worst parts of you. They, they're not interested in amplifying the worst parts of you. They're not interested in that. They encourage you to be better than you are. Now, a twin flame does the same thing, but they push you to be who they know you can be. Um, because... Your reflection of what they see in themselves. So what they desire for your inner healing is also what they desire for their own inner healing. And you can't freaking make nobody grow. <laughs> like it's taken me a while to learn that. Like you want to make someone aware of what they need to fix. But like you can't make them. You can only push them in the direction to be better. You can only support them. You can only love them through it. And I feel like with a soulmate, you get the rational versus the irrational. So we arguing, we arguing. Um, I'm gonna be irrational because I'm always irrational. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna be irrational. And my soulmate is rational. So he's not like me. He's rational. So he balances me. We're able to push through this. We're, we're able to get through this argument because I'm irrational, but he gonna be the rational one. But with the twin flame, if y'all are both irrational, oh honey, the only thing that's gonna fix it is that intense sex. <laughs> that's the only thing that's gonna fix it is that intense sex and getting over it and needing them in your life. Like that's the only thing that will fix it. Now, with the twin flame, this brings me to my next point. You go through a period of time where you keep going back to them. It's because you relate to this person the best. They become your best friend. Where your soul is most comfortable. Where your soul can be who it is. Whether it's a bad soul, a good soul, whatever type of soul you have with your twin flame, you can be that soul because... You're comfortable with your twin flame being the same. 
you don't feel like you have to be more than you are. It's okay to be yourself with your twin flame because you're you're not perfect, but neither are they. So it's cool. You don't have to be nothing except who y'all both are together. <laughs> now your soulmate, they on the other hand, you're not going to keep running back to your soulmate over and over and over and over and it's toxic and over because they will accept you finding happiness, whether that's with them or not, which is why you hear a lot of stories where people will say like, I had this college boyfriend, we were together for two, three years, four years, the whole time through college. And then I wanted to go off and pursue my career in a different city. And we just agreed that, you know, we can't be together. Like I loved him, like I loved her, but like we had two things that we needed to accomplish and it was for ourselves. And your, your soulmate is going to be okay with that. Your soulmate is going to want you to be happy regardless, you know, wherever it is in the world, where, wherever that happiness is for you in the world, they want you to find it because they love you that much. They love you that much. And then you hear that they eventually meet back up when they've done the things they needed to do and they fall in love, they get married and that's the wrap. You know, they appreciate and respect each other enough to let each other go. And that's fucking important because if someone doesn't want to let you go so that you can be happy, they don't love you. If they're not interested in letting you find your happiness and your success, then they don't love you. A soulmate's going to love you through it. And it doesn't have to be on bad terms. It doesn't have to be in a toxic breakup. It just has to be. We got things to get done. Feel me? So you have an emotional and mental connection with your twin flame. And a glance says it all. <laughs> so I'm gonna give y'all an example. Y'all at a party, right? Okay, it's fun or whatever. Y'all have fun and stuff. It's it's cool. He's with his homies in the corner. You with your girls over here, whatever. And then just hours pass. You're you're getting to the point where you're almost ready to dip. You ain't got to say nothing to your twin flame. You can look at him and he can look at you, and it's like y'all read each other's minds that's a twin flame. <laughs> now you do this with your soulmate also, but the difference is with your soulmate, you have to learn to read your soulmate before you get to this point. This doesn't just come. Like with your soulmate, you you have to learn them. You have to learn who they are. You have to understand who they are. Um, basically read the room with your soulmate. Like it's kind of like understand their vibes, how they're feeling today, blah, blah, blah. Then you learn to be able to look at them and glance and be like, oh yeah, we ready to go. But with a, a twin flame, oh, it's already on. Like we can look at each other and know what's up. Like we can look at each other and glance. And when we're out to dinner with, you know, some people, somebody says something stupid, you look at your twin flame. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, we know that that was some stupid shit motherfuckers just said. <laughs> so it teaches you forgiveness and compassion and actual unconditional love for, I feel like your soulmate. Um, I feel like it teaches you how to forgive a person who's not perfect um, it teaches you to have compassion for someone who is not perfect. It teaches you unconditional love for someone who you love enough to let things go for. That's what a twin flame is there for, to teach you. But when you found your soulmate, you're each other's teachers. 
So you're not perfect. You're both not perfect. Yes, you're not. You're both not perfect with your soulmate, but you've grown enough. You've healed enough to teach each other what you've learned. Everything you've learned, you're able to teach it to your soulmate. They're able to teach you too, and you allow it. But with your twin flame, it's kind of like we're both we're not teachers <laughs> like with your twin flame like we ain't learned enough to be teachers so we're we're loving each other through this this idea of what we think love is but we haven't really learned what it is yet so we're learners with our twin flame we're teachers with our soulmate so i think that's interesting so i will say i'm going to give y'all way too much information about my life but that's what my podcast is for <laughs> Um, I do, I do feel like I've found my, my twin flame. I do. Um, because I do know that I will never be in a relationship like that again. And the only reason I stayed so long is because it was the one person in life that understood me and was okay that I was so fucked up, but it was also the person that fucked me up. So it started great, you know, like it was started like any, you know, little, great honeymoon phase it started like that and it got toxic because I became codependent on him he became codependent on me I felt like I couldn't live without his energy I really couldn't his energy was just like mine he matched my energy he his vibe was like my vibe um everything he he talked like me he acted like me his sense of humor humor was to a t of mine to a t y'all and for some reason we bumped heads more than any man I've ever known in my life and I will say that I learned the most from this man than anybody in my life because I've learned what type of relationship I do not want to have I learned what type of woman I want to be I don't want to be that woman that I was when I was with him I don't want to be that woman that woman was ugly on the inside she was ugly I learned how to forgive and most importantly, I learned, I learned when to walk the fuck away. I learned when to walk away and I don't know if I found my soulmate yet. <laughs> I don't know because I, I finally, I finally got through the process of finding myself. I'm finally there y'all 24 years later. Okay. <laughs> I finally found myself, but now it's a matter of being with someone who I can share this new me with without there being parts of my past in it without there being old habits that I carried from my old relationships into this without um without trust issues without things like that just like genuinely being able to trust and love somebody that that reciprocates the energy because it took me time to heal from that relationship not just months not just a couple weeks. I healed from that relate that twin flame relationship for years. For years. So I mean <laughs> to the point where it was so bad at one time where I I was so unsure of myself being alone that I couldn't be alone. Like um I filled my space with men that like didn't really care about me. But it was enough because I didn't want to be alone. But then at the same time, I didn't want to run back to that toxic relationship. So 
being with people who didn't give a fuck about me was way more worth it than sitting alone and being unsure of myself and not feeling like enough. So I will say my twin flame destroyed me to, to a point where I had to pick up so many pieces that in, and pick in the midst of picking up those pieces, it took a long time. It took a long time because there were so many pieces to pick up. I I didn't think it was going to. And just when I thought I picked all the pieces up, I started a new relationship and I realized that some of those pieces are still on the ground. Some of those pieces are still scattered out through my life. And, And then I bring those pieces into my new relationship and I destroy other people. I ruin other people with bad habits. And maybe I became a few other people's twin flame another person's twin flame, you know, because I make it seem perfect at first. And then I bring my hurt everywhere I go and I destroy people. At least that's what I used to do. And I can tell you one thing, that's the worst thing you can ever do is bring your hurt with you. Leave your hurt at the motherfucking door. Okay. (laughs) Leave it at the door. Because don't nobody want to deal with that. Don't nobody have the mental capacity, emotional capacity to deal with your baggage. If you're not ready for somebody, do not enter it. Do not enter their space. Do not bring your your destroyed soul into this other person to destroy them. After you've had a toxic relationship, the best thing for you to do is be alone. That's at least what I've learned. And mind y'all, I'm not no relationship therapist. I don't know everything. I'm not, you know, I don't know everything. I'm still learning. But I've learned myself. I know who I am. And I know who I want to be. And I can never be with somebody again that brings the worst of me out. Because when you're with somebody that brings the worst in you out, it only hurts you. Like it only makes you feel like shit. It's like, damn, maybe I'm not like, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I am just like everyone said. Maybe I'm not shit. Nobody could ever love me because I'm so fucked up. But trust me, (laughs) you're not fucked up. You are capable of love. And I'm capable of love. And I know that. But for my soulmate, for the right one, the person who deserves it, you're not going to find your soulmate in your sneaky link. Whoever needs to hear this, y'all not finna find y'all soulmate and y'all sneaky link. (laughs) And I also want to say that your twin flame does not necessarily have to be a toxic relationship. It's, it's someone who, who taught you, you know, about yourself and it could have ended on great terms, but chances are it's not going to work. Your twin flame is not your soulmate. And from what I've read about twin flames, your twin flame can't be your soulmate. Because it's two halves to one soul. I guess through the learning process, it can become one. But what I do know is after there's so much turmoil in a relationship, it's very hard to mend it. And only the strong survive in that. For so much shit to happen in a relationship and you guys think it's going to work, all that 
toxicity is going to always be there. Everything you've done to each other is going to always be there. It truly takes two people who want to be together to see past that. And hurt never goes away. It just gets easier. It never goes away. You never forget it. You never forget what somebody did to you. You never forget how someone treated you. It just gets easier to deal with it. It just gets easier to, you know, go on with your day. It just gets easier to feel better about yourself. It just gets easier to grow. But you don't forget it. You don't never forget it. That's kind of what I've learned. I personally, y'all, I want a soulmate. Okay, so if you listening, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, I want a soulmate to the point where I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay with being alone until I found somebody that's worth it. Until I found somebody that matches my soul. Not is my other half to my soul, but matches my soul. You feel me? Like someone, someone that it completes me. Someone that makes me feel good. I don't want to be staring back at someone that's just like me every day. <laughs> because I'm going to be honest, sometimes I don't like myself. Some days I don't like myself. You know? I feel like with your soulmate, it's like the person that you can be comfortable in silence with. Your soulmate is someone that you're comfortable with in a different way than your twin flame. Your twin flame's energy makes you comfortable, but your soulmate's presence makes you comfortable. So sitting in silence, talking about nothing can be everything with your soulmate. But I feel like with your twin flame, you always want more from them. You're always, you're always pulling out more from them, whether it's a story, it's, it's a deep conversation. It's, um, it's knowing them more. It's understanding them more. You're always pulling for more and more and more from your twin flame to understand yourself. But with your soulmate, their presence is enough. And I, and I really cherish marriage after my twin flame. I used to never believe in marriage. I didn't grow up with my two parents being married. They were just together for 15 years. Um, and they loved each other, but, um, never marriage. It was never marriage. Um, I did grow up in a two parent house and stuff and they showed me that you can love somebody for 15 years and never be married. A a piece of paper doesn't have to say it, but now I crave a marriage because if you love somebody that much, then let's get fucking married. Okay. (laughs) Like I want to be someone's woman. I don't want it to be easy to to break up. I feel like with a marriage, like when you're going through a divorce, it, it even makes you question it. Like the process and everything you're going through, like you have all this time to think if this is really what you want versus if you're just together, you can walk away at any second. So I feel like marriage gives you a second chance at walking away before you choose to make that decision and then later regret it. Like, I like that. I like how like, okay, on paper says this. And until the state says otherwise, then we still married. Okay. We separated, but we still legally married. And this might not be over motherfucker. (laughs) if We can both get it together before, before it's divorce time. So I like that idea. I like that idea forever. That, that really, like, I crave that idea forever. And I've always been the relationship type. I will say that. 
in high school I had boyfriends um in college I had a boyfriend like just I've always had boyfriends just because like I love love I really do I really do love love like I can give somebody everything it's and it takes nothing at all and I don't think anything of it but because of the hurt that I've been caused in my life um it made it hard for me to love myself so after I was in a a really bad relationship. I I really didn't love myself. So it was almost too good to be true when I came across somebody that loved me. So that's, that's kind of why all of my relationships were bad because any little thing they do, I held against them because I didn't love myself and I didn't feel worthy of, of their love. I, I was, I wasn't a forgiving person, but I will say with the help of God, um, I've realized how important forgiveness is and not just for, you know, the Lord. That's not why forgiveness is important. The um, forgiveness is important for yourself, for, for your true self. You have to forgive to move on. You have to forgive. And it's not saying forget that hurt, forget what people did to you. It's saying to move on and want better for yourself. Forgive those people even when they ain't sorry. And I've finally forgiven people. And now I know when love comes along, I will feel worthy of it. And I haven't had a chance to be in a real relationship yet with my newfound growth, but I'm really excited for it. And I'm really excited for marriage now because like, it's like the old me's back. Like I was good at relationships in high school. I was faithful, you know, and then I was so unsure of myself later in life that like it just I couldn't do it like I couldn't keep a relationship. So I'm really excited for the person that I finally am. And although my twin flame was um, a disaster and ruined a lot of my life, truly, and my self-worth and the person that I had a lot of potential to be at that time at such a young age, um, I am happy that I met him because my testimony wouldn't be what it is without what I went through. And I am happy and I'm proud of myself and I've moved on. So I know that when someone comes in my life, like it's going to be beautiful, (laughs) like it's going to be beautiful. Like, and I'm not settling just because someone's nice to me. Like I'm not going to settle just because someone's you know cares about me enough the person that is my soulmate is going to be for me and they're going to be everything that I look for they're going to be who I want to spend time with who I want to be with who I embrace who I don't wake up like thinking like do I really like this nigga you know like with someone who like the sex is just like meant to be like that is my soulmate Not someone that even just gives me effort and gives me everything I need. That's not enough. Until I feel, feel it in my heart, I know. Like, you know, I feel like you know. When people say, like, I knew, like, that's what I'm waiting for. And I believe in soulmates. And after everything I've read, I believe in twin flames too. So, the million dollar question, which would y'all rather have? (laughs) If you are in a twin flame relationship right now, is it helping you or is it hurting you? Is it time to walk away or is it worth staying? Ask yourself that. If you have found your soulmate, congratulations. You are living every woman's dream. 
I mean, maybe not every woman, but shit, it's mine. So you live in my dreams, sis. <laughs> and love yourself. That That's really what I got to say. Love yourself. Despite all, like, love yourself. Women and men, love yourself. Men, women can be toxic, too. Women can be hateful, too. So this isn't just for women. This is for men, too. Love yourself. Walk away when it's not what it's supposed to be, but love yourself. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Naked Notions. Um, I will have an anonymous um box in the in the description. So I do want to hear what you guys feel about this. Um, if you guys disagree, then tell me shit. And I anything you guys put in my box, I can definitely address on my next episode in the beginning before I start my next topic. So I would love to hear how you guys feel about it. Um, I'm getting pretty good at this, um, this naked notion stuff. If y'all hear my little new intros and outros, listen for the outro too. Okay. Y'all. Okay. (laughs) But tuning back, um, I'm going to try to work on a new episode soon this week. And thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Toodles. In the darkest hour, I want to come for you. I know you've been alone. Oh.